Hi, Sammy. Hi, Oliver. How are you today? Uh, I'm pretty good. It's snowing. It is snowing so much in Washington, and I hate it. Yeah, Oliver <laughs> hates snow. Oliver hates snow. It's it's a lot of snow, and I keep feeling bad about complaining about how much snow it is because I know that Seattleites are very overdramatic about any amount of snow, but snow make a brain feel bad, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like being in it, and as I am a freelancer right now, I don't have to be in it, so I don't. Yeah, I thought that not having to be in it would make it feel better for you because for me I hate snow when I have when I have to be in it but if I'm inside it's like comforting to look at no it is I like that I just kind of get a sense of dread and then I said this to you already but when I think about the um Twilight Zone episode where there's like the the snow apocalypse and then there's the heat apocalypse I don't know which order it's in I forget every single time I think it's that it's hot and then it's too cold. Okay. I think it ends with the cold All apocalypse. Right. But I always think about that when I think about, like, there being too much snow and, like, dying in the snow. And then I think about how many people are suffering from snow. And it just freaks me out in, like, a yeah. really profound way. Yeah. And I feel very privileged being inside and not having to go out into and it. people suffer in heat, too. Yes. But you like heat. Yeah, I guess it's just that I have more negative connotations with snow. Mm-hmm. So I, like, think about that more often. It's, it's, I mean, and I'm not judging you for it. I literally think it's just really interesting because um, I think in any extreme weather, it's easy to think, or not easy to think about. it. But, like, um, I think in any extreme weather, it's really difficult to be in a situation where you can't have shelter or yes absolutely and um it's interesting to me that snow is the one that brings about that thought most of all to you because usually I think of it when it's like raining which is a lot here (laughs) oh yeah I think it's just that it's visual and it like you can see that there's an effect the effect on on like foliage and and it's very apparent. I think about the same thing actually when it's really hot outside and it's like drought levels of hot. And it like it's like I it's impossible to be outside in it. Yeah. I do think about it in that situation. But we're not really here to talk about the weather <laughs> today. Man, extreme conversations about the weather. I ah, uh, I it's just hard to avoid because it's, it's snowing. It's a big topic now. Yeah, and like everyone's panicking about snowmageddon here in Seattle. I'm not panicking. Everyone has all of their emergency tomatoes all stashed up. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to be a big deal. I don't think it's going to be as big as anyone is saying it's going to be. I think we like to freak. We do I, like to freak. I've been more worried about other... Other... Um, weather changes. Dude, there's people jogging outside in our street in front of our apartment. Get fucked, please. <laughs> um, another fun thing about this is that 
this gives us a lot of time to get 100% in Kingdom Hearts 3. Hell which yeah, is it does. really what we're here to talk about. Sammy is currently playing this while we're <laughs> On doing, mute. On mute. Um, we have 78% of the trophies now. Yes, we do. And have beaten the game. Yes. And we are here after we have cried, after we have laughed, after oh. we have processed... Yes. And collected. Yes. All of the treasure chests. My heart's not broken in the same way as it was when I immediately finished the game. I've recovered. And so it goes without saying that this is a Kingdom Hearts 3 spoiler-heavy episode. Please turn this off if you have not watched, played, I don't know, Kingdom Hearts. A Square Enix game watched and played are the same sort of idea. Absolutely. And don't want, or if you just generally don't want spoilers for Kingdom Hearts 3. Or if you don't want to hear about it. Or if you don't want to hear opinions about Kingdom Hearts 3 that may or may not be negative. And positive. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> welcome to our Kingdom Hearts podcast now. Do, 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 That's the music. It's dearly <laughs> beloved. Yeah. So, before... Kingdom Hearts 3 came out, Sammy and I decided to use these bingo sheets that were made by Twitter user Riku Anti, (laughs) R-I-K-U-A-N-T-I, and um, (laughs) play bingo with Kingdom Hearts 3, and we made assumptions about what we thought was going to happen in the plot, kind of. We made assumptions and wishes. And wishes. I think Sammy's was more wishes than mine, mine was. Mine was absolutely just a bun- like a wish list. Like a, dear Santa, I've been good this year. Please give me this in Kingdom Hearts 3. Mine was definitely um, preparing for disappointment and mm. trying to think of what the most obvious What the disappointment would be. Would be. Yeah. Um, and then oh my God. we made a general one of what we thought were like the obvious things that were going to be in it mm. between both of us. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to start with the general one, I think. Okay, that sounds good. We're just going to do a quick little review over the things that we did correctly. We got a few bingos. I got a few. Sammy got a few. Our general one, I don't think got any bingos, actually. <laughs> um, so, our general one, one score was, the quote, Kingdom Hearts is blank, which happened at the very end. Did it? Yeah. Like, oh. Kingdom Hearts is blank. It said it was, it was like in passing. Okay. So that was a point. Um, then we a had. A lot happened. A lot To happened. be fair. <laughs> and nobody knows what Kingdom Hearts is, really. That's it, true. It's so many things. Um, new Final Fantasy characters was on this too. Guess what? That didn't happen. There we- were no Final Fantasy characters. This one doesn't have any. Not a one, except for. Moogle. Yes. Moogle and, like, cameos of other Final Fantasy creatures in a lot of the gummy ship stuff with uh, constellations and it's stuff. playful nudgings of squaring of, like, Final Fantasy things, but it is definitely, I guess, stepping into being its own brand now. Yes. We, another square was a Disney protagonist has a brush in with darkness. Which happened. Yeah. Uh, Buzz was dark for like two seconds. It was pretty scary. It was pretty sad. It actually made me emotional. 
Although the Toy Story world was emotional. The Toy Story world was dope as fuck. The, the, uh, on, a, on another note, the Disney worlds in Kingdom Hearts 3 are done so much, um, they're done better than they've ever been done in any other Kingdom Hearts. Yes. Um, they're always a little bit awkward and forced in the previous ones, and in Kingdom Hearts 3, the amount that it felt awkward and forced was significantly lowered a lot of it actually felt like oh yeah this makes sense or this fits the plot line and this story matches up with what needs to be said for the rest of the story yeah it it all fit really thematically and things that disney characters said actually like meant something yeah and were mentioned later yeah and it's what the disney characters learned actually informed Sora and informed his journey as a hero through everything and it felt like he was learning something important and vital for the ending of the story yeah yeah moving on in our bingo sheet yes bingo um that actually goes into our next square which was friendship is crucial which is true friendship of course is crucial always was crucial shouldn't have even been a bingo square honestly because of course it was yeah um, a square that was not filled in. Give in to darkness. I mean... Uh, the quote. Yeah. Give in to the darkness. I feel like there were happen. things that were very similar to it. Um, there were a lot of, you know, variations of Xehanort or whatever that were like... Uh, definitely saying things that were like, you know, the, the darkness... There's room for you, <laughs> like basically. <laughs> you should come be in the dark side. It's nice here. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, but uh, but nothing that was specifically that quote for sure. Um, the next square is gummy ship customization continues to be arbitrary and not make any sense. This <sighs> is, I mean, to be fair, it's sort of subjective. But my experience of the gummy ship stuff has always been that it is arbitrary and makes no fucking sense. And it still feels that way in Kingdom Hearts 3. We've gotten all the trophies from it, but only because Oliver (laughs) had the patience to do it. That patience does not exist within me. And we still never built any ships ourselves. No, this gummy ship system was really easy to like use new blueprints and not have to have as much stuff as you needed to have in order to have fun with the gummy ship stuff in the previous games um as sammy had been playing the first and second kingdom hearts game i was like playing the gummy ship parts for her and that kind of informed that thought process and made i I had that kind of fresh in my mind as we were Stepping into Kingdom Hearts 3 and I was going into the gummy ship stuff yeah. with that. Because I love to play the gummy ship game. My experience with it is just very much that every time I play Kingdom Hearts, I'm like, this time, I'm going to actually get into the gummy ship stuff. And then I try, and about ten minutes into it, I'm like, this is fucking bullshit! And then I stop. And that's my story. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It, it did, the customization didn't really not make sense. It's it just the, didn't feel any better than it ever has. Like, it, I think that the UI was a little bit better. The controls were a little bit better. It's just that I wasn't... I, I still didn't want to do it, and I didn't feel any incentive to do it. Mm. Especially when they added the blueprints and made it a lot easier. Um, that being said, I love this image that's going around of someone who made a gun 
gummy ship. Called be- Delete This. Yeah, that was the best. Um, the next square is Bad Not Fun Boss Battle, which we didn't cross out, actually. I didn't... I, I haven't... I, there were many parts of this game that I was like, this is bad and not fun and bullshit, but it wasn't any boss. Yeah, which was surprising. Yes. Seeing as there have been bosses like all of Organization 13 that have had lines that they just repeat that are really annoying. But the thing that actually had that and was difficult was the It was a mini mini game. game. (laughs) (laughs) That we both hated. We didn't like Arendelle in general. There are story bits of it that I found intriguing. Like, they made connections with Anna and Elsa to Sora and Riku, which honestly is the only way to go about it, and, like, very blessed that they did comment on it. But beyond that, it was like, this just blows. <laughs> it's going up a mountain three times. Yeah, we did not like Arendelle. And not hanging out with the principal characters and the party member that you get is like cool, but not what I was wanting. He's really annoying because when you he's go, too big. He's way too big. He's too big. Especially I'm sorry, since I screamed. All of the spaces that you're on on this mountain are so small too, and so particular. And, and you if, can fall. Yeah, and if Marshmallow is on like any of these little areas, he'll like block you trying to find a lucky emblem or a treasure chest, and he'll knock you off of that thing. And it's just not. A, it does not feel good as a choice. And I wish it was like Elsa or Anna they or even. even like Kristoff. Even Kristoff would be fun. Even Olaf would be more fun for me, to be honest. Um, which I know you don't agree with because you hate Olaf, but... I'm sorry, Olaf. I could kill it. Um, Same as in Arendelle right now. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, it's tricky. I don't remember what we were saying. Well, let's go on to our next bingo squad. Yes. In our general collab to bingo. Um, someone calls Sora the name of one of the people living in his heart. I don't think that happened. Nope. It did not happen. Um, but everyone left Sora's heart. That at the end. Yeah. So that doesn't really count. Though. People at this point in the story knew that Sora was Sora and that there were other people living in his heart, I The guess. heart hotel. The heart, the heartbreak hotel that is Sora's heart. Heartwarming hotel. Aww. Uh, you warmed my heart. Our last square, I think. Fucking we... marshmallow. It's okay. Sorry. <laughs> our last square was annoying, over repeated catchphrase used by an opponent during battle, uh, which a little bit goes into that one about bad, not fun bass, boss, boss fights. Um, which again didn't really happen. There were many repeated lines that were like, this is getting tired, but none of it happened during a boss fight, actually. Yeah. Boss fights were not annoying. That being said, I'm play- I am played on standard mode on my first playthrough, which I think could change things, especially if you, like, I mean, if you, I, <laughs> we're watching my brother play and he's playing on proud mode and it seems a little bit, or it seems like the challenge is, uh, pretty steep. Mm. Like a steep difference between standard to proud. Yeah, he's actually died a few times and you never died during the main story, I think. Uh, no, I didn't. I I expected standard mode to be a lot harder. 
you've had difficulty with like Kingdom Hearts 1 in the past and Kingdom Hearts 2. Yes. Okay. So that was all of our general bingo. I haven't had I'd like to clarify. I've never had trouble with Kingdom Hearts 2. Okay. <laughs> Except Sorry. for the like final mix bosses. God damn it. Um the the final mix bosses that they added in that are genuinely challenging. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, in our general bingo, we didn't get any bingos or any lineups. No. Which, it was very surprising, actually. But then, as the boss, as the final bosses were happening, I was really excited because I got a lot of my stuff that happened. Um, Sammy got a bingo, too. Um, Sammy, do you want to go over your bingo sheet? Yeah! Sure! Okay, so I had... One of the things that I, I, I secretly, privately headcanon a little bit is that I thought for a while I theorized that Ansem the Wise was Kyrie's dad because he's like the king monarch sort of person in Radiant Garden and Kyrie's the princess of heart in Radiant Garden at least. And she lived in that big house with her grandma and stuff. And I just thought, oh, it'd be a cool plot twist if that was her dad. But parents don't exist in Kingdom Hearts. So but I, was, I was a fool to believe. Um, and that didn't happen. Um, my next one was Destiny Trio Shares Paupu Fruit. Please. And I, because I really wanted, I really like the idea, or I liked the idea of Sora, Riku, and Kairi, the three of them deciding that they were best friends and they never wanted to be parted from each other, and just before the Keyblade War, like, sharing a Paupu fruit together. And I almost got what I wanted, except <laughs> I didn't, because they kind of shoehorned it into a Kairi-Sora um, romance thing, which would be fine, except in my opinion, it was written really weirdly, and Riku was like just sort of to the side, sitting by himself, but like talking to a past version of himself. And more on that later. More there's on a the, lot to unpack. There's a lot to. We don't have time to unpack all that. And <laughs> and um uh. God, there's so much to unpack. We'll we'll definitely unpack the Paupu fruit sharing scene because there's a lot of Riku. There, Riku and Kairi both were done a super dirty. Anyway, they don't do that, so I didn't get that. Um, the next one is Sora gets called lazy. Sora gets shit on a lot in this game, so he probably did get called lazy. I don't think he did. Mostly he got called stupid. Yes. Mostly Bad he got math. called really really fucking dumb um which like i guess fair jesus christ marshmallow um which i guess fair but not not quite lazy he's not lazy anymore he's a he's a good hard-working boy he's just dumb (laughs) (laughs) me too (laughs) um oh oh this one i did get i didn't cry i didn't get to check it off but um one of my other things was the gayest yet and i I think that that we got a pretty good gay moment between Riku and Sora within the game that was worth my money. Um, it definitely wasn't, like, it wasn't the quantity of queer things that happened in, like, Dream Drop Distance, say, or maybe in, in any other game, but the moment, 
where Sora saves Riku in the Dark Realm is um, a cinematic masterpiece. And I wish I could frame it. (laughs) (laughs) And just display it on repeat in my home. Really important. It was really, really important. And so that gets a check off. Oh, Kyrie and Riku become party members was my next one. Which I did get, but not in the way that I wanted. Which is fine. What I really wanted was like a final world situation. Like in The World Ends With You, Kingdom Hearts 2. Or The World Ends With You. The World... Uh, that never was. The world that never was. My bad. Sorry. Different game. Whoops. Um, the world that never was when you get Riku in your party. I was really hoping that in Kingdom Hearts 3, you'd get to the final world and Sora, or, and Sora, Riku, and Kairi got to be party members together. And, like, that mechanic would be able to work fine. You could still have Donald and Goofy and Kairi and Riku. They showed that they could do that. And they didn't. Not really, but they, they're in your party for, like, a battle. Yeah, they didn't have any of the cool combo things that you did with your friends. Like, you could do with Riku in Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah. But not in Kingdom Hearts 3. Even though you were only with Riku for, like, a battle. Yeah. You were with him for, like, more than a battle in Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah, you were with him for the entire world. You got to walk around with him and shit, and they didn't, they took that away from me. Yeah. You got to play as Riku a couple times, though. So, you know, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. Um, my next one was the gang gets a makeover montage, which was a reach for me. I just love makeover montages more than anything. Didn't Sora get one in Kingdom Hearts 2? Kind of. No. And they, I mean, they gave him, like, the fairies fighting over what color he should wear. Okay. Yeah. But in Kingdom Hearts 3, they just gave people some suitcases and said, try on these clothes. (laughs) Here's your equipment. Yeah. And get in the plaid patrol uniform. Um, So that was fine. Um, My other one was I Cry, which happened several times. Yes. Um, That was a gimme, though. Um, and then Sora frees all of them. He did that. He did that. List he, of things he did that. <laughs> he did that in more of a way than you expected even. Yeah, I, I, was, almost, I was almost certain that it was going to be like, he frees one or two of them. And like it's hinted that in a future game, he'll free the other ones. But he freed all of them. He did it. Everyone is out of his heart. He is a vacant boy. Oh my god. I wonder if that's gonna have ramifications. Oh man. You know? Yeah. Like, you spend a... Like, he... If you think about it, he had Ventus in his heart more of his life than he didn't. You're right. Yeah. And, like, he's had people living in his heart for a while now, so I'm just wondering, like, if there's an effect that will happen within him in the next game where he'll feel like maybe a lacking or an emptiness in some way yeah and go through a depression <laughs> i don't know <sighs> different things to talk about later oh and my next one was goofy predicts something vital which he did throughout the entire game because goofy is the smartest boy yes goofy is the woke one goofy's the wokest Give him the power of awakening. <laughs> so Sammy got that bingo. Yeah. With I cry, Sora frees them all, and Goofy predicts something vital. Yeah. <laughs> Which, it was like when they were in the gummy ship. He just was like, um, what about this important plot detail that none of y'all are thinking about? He did that 
a billion million times within the game where he was just like, oh, what about this thing that <laughs> that's like very clear to anyone else except for at all the dumbasses in this game? And we're like, yeah. And they're like, oh, you think? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Oliver. Yes. Tell me your bingo. My bingo. I'm going to run through this pretty quickly so that we can just talk about general Kingdom Hearts shit. Um, so, my first one was not a single character actually dies asterisk. Asterisk meaning not in, like, they die but then they come back or they're not really dead or they vanish or whatever. I might have gotten that one. I don't think anyone actually died. I don't think anyone's dead. Like, for real, permanent dead. I don't know. I mean, I didn't, permanent dead, true, I guess. But... I didn't cross it out because I'm not sure if that's it, true or it's, not. It's honestly, like... Spoilers, but, like, it depends entirely on what happens in the next game with Sora. Yeah, but even if he's in... Um, the world ends with you world, which is where we think he is going to be, mm-hmm. which is actually just Shibuya. Yes. Uh, if he's in Tokyo, Japan. If he's in to- Shibuya, Japan, um, then he, he is dead, but he's not like for real dead. He's going to win. Unless he dies. Unless he dies. Again. Unless he does not win the Reapers game. That's a whole entire other game universe. Go play Tweewee. Anyway, my second thing in my bingo was Riku winning the mastery test and becoming a Keyblade Master doesn't actually matter. I forgot the word matter on here, but it's supposed to be there. That doesn't... That's not true. That mattered a lot. He went into the Dark World with Mickey as a Keyblade Master. And Sora didn't. He wasn't... Well, he did, but, like, he wasn't allowed. And Sora kept being like, let me go to the Dark Realm. And they were like, no, you're not a Keyblade Master. You're not woke yet, Sora. You gotta gotta get the power (laughs) of awokening. Um, My next one was, scene where Sora somehow meets Gion in his heart or whatever. That didn't happen. I thought that he met up with her. No, I thought it was Shion. I'm wrong and dumb and bad. Okay, so I didn't get that one. I said Shion when the scene came up, when we were in the final world and he was talking to some girl, and it, like, wasn't Namine, and there were two girls he talked to, and I assumed that it was Shion, but it wasn't. Okay. It was, like, Streletzia or whatever. Okay. I'm not even going to try to ask you about that. Don't even try to talk to me <laughs> oh, about okay. that. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. <laughs> My other square was, Mickey joins your party at some point. He does. Happens. Asterisk when you're Riku. No. Oh, yeah. He joins your party for a battle the same way Riku and Kairi do. Yes. Um... My next square is, the gummy ship continues to not have any bearing on the plot and is not mentioned outside of the gummy ship. True. No. They talk about the gummy ship a lot in this game now. It's actually bearing in the plot. But they're not like, we have to get in the gummy ship and go this place. It's very important. There's a lot of scenes where they're in the gummy ship. There's scenes where they're in the gummy ship. It's a lot more involved in the story, and I know that you agree with me because it's something you said. Yes. 
I just don't think it's important to the plot specifically. No, it's just it could I be mean, taken out. Is a car important to a plot? Sometimes supernatural cars are very. Important I don't. To I a don't. Plot. I don't know anything about supernatural. This this reference is wasted on me. Next square. Okay. Uh, rematches with X organization thirteen members. True happened. We rematched them in Keepley Graveyard. Yes. Um. Next square is new female non-Disney or Final Fantasy character. False. Who do I think I am? Um, I mean, unless you count that, like, lost heart chick that was like, oh, my heart waiting for another that I thought was she on, but it wasn't. I don't, because I don't understand. I don't know who she is. She could be someone that we know already, and I would have no idea. You right. Um... Minnie is never mentioned again. She's not mentioned again, but she is shown at the very end. Yes. She's shown at the very end, and she's in the Classic Kingdom mini-games. But we never talk about her. Well, she's just back home, dude. Yeah, and Kyrie's doing something too, and she's mentioned. Yeah, but Kyrie is now involved in the battle. Daisy was mentioned. Daisy was mentioned? Yeah. When was Daisy mentioned? Donald was like, wow, they're soulmates, just like me and Daisy. Oh, right. Weird. And we were like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you hate your girlfriend. Yeah, so it's not really out of the question that Minnie could be mentioned. I suppose. Which is why that's important. Mickey is busy. He's busy. I know he's busy, but he's I would still king. talk about you even if I was busy. Mm. I wouldn't do what Minnie's doing if you were involved in a Kingdom Hearts adventure. I'd be like, fuck you, I'm joining. <laughs> That's true. Um, and then my last square was Kyrie joins your party at some point, mm. which happens. Disappointing. It's disappointing. <laughs> After all of the advertising they did, being like, Kyrie's going to fight. She's going she's gonna to be a Keyblade wielder. She's going to fight. She's going to be in it. She's going to be fighting. She's going to be a fighter. And everyone was like, Oh my god, I'm gonna be gay for Kyrie. I'm gonna smooch that girl. She's gonna be so strong. And then, not so much. <laughs> yes. She fought. She fought. She fought. So, I think Sammy has now contested me on my bingo board but i think <laughs> i still get a bingo with mickey joins your party at some point the gummy ship continues to not have any bearing on the plot and is not mentioned outside of the gummy ship and rematches with the organization 13 members. yeah no that's true so we both got bingos hooray and that's super fun and that was a fun thing to do while we were uh playing yeah and um I mean, I guess if you have played Kingdom Hearts, it's already a little late now, but if you find those, if you uh, look up that user who made the bingo boards... Riku Auntie. Riku Auntie. Riku Auntie. The art's really, really cute. They did a really, really good job. It's, it's like, adorable. Kingdom Hearts fans and, like, artists who are fans of the game do better, like, merchandise than the actual, like, merchandising company for... Kingdom Hearts does, to be honest. That's true. They do such a good job. So Kingdom Hearts 3. So Kingdom Hearts 3. What are your thoughts? 
I liked it. I liked it a lot. It was a, it's a vast improvement over every other like gameplay wise. It's it's the perfect quintessential Kingdom Hearts for me. It's um fun, it's a little challenging, it's not too ridiculously challenging. The mini games are fun, the story is well executed. There's a few things in it story-wise, especially towards the end that I think are questionable, but overall I think I'd give it like 8.5 out of 10. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. And like that's 8.5 out of 10 with me trying to be really critical. In my heart, it's like a 9.5 out of 10. <laughs> it's like one of your new favorite games. It, yeah, I've been playing it every day even though I've already finished it and I already am trying to think about my next playthrough cuz I just it's like so fun and colorful and cute and it's when I think about playing video games, I I my mind goes to Kingdom Hearts in general. And this is now the new staple for that. That it's just like, I just, when I think of playing video games, I think of fun, colorful things and getting to use magic and um, and seeing pretty things and meeting fun characters. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, Oliver? I think that really the thing that... Okay. No, I have a really positive perception of it. It was really fun to like watch you play this entire thing and um, get get to see a lot of the stuff that I really wanted in Kingdom Hearts be in this and feel like I wasn't disappointed. And I know that we were both kind of, like, setting ourselves up for being disappointed. Yeah. If, like, because it was Trying so... not to. I think I spent a lot of time waiting for this game being, like, I am hoping for the best and expecting the worst at the same time while also knowing that Kingdom Hearts as as a general as a whole has never really disappointed me before because I play all of the the quote-unquote side games and enjoy them just fine and I've never complained about them yeah but I and I thought that this was a very good Disney game I think that Mm. they took a lot of the elements that made like that people think of when they think of Kingdom Hearts as like a cringy game. Mm. I guess I think that there is a lot of like perception of cringe culture in it. Yeah, because for it's sure. like Donald Duck and Sephiroth can be in the same room. Yeah, it's a good Disney game. Mhm. And it really embraces a lot of the things that make it a Disney game, and. It is fun, and Sora is a fun character, and you really, like, feel him and his relationship with Donald and Goofy, and you see Donald and Goofy as important characters to him, Mm. and important relationships to him, and, like, maybe not as strongly as Riku and Kairi, because they are still definitely his best friends, and he talks about them but he's less worried about them in this game because he knows where they are yeah and um he's able to like rely on these two other characters and he's a part of the disney worlds in a way that he never really felt like he was before in the other games yeah because the plots of them are a lot better written and the worlds are more fun to be in Mm -hmm. and it makes you want to watch the movies and it makes you feel like you're doing the thing that you want to do in a Disney game which is like explore this Disney world that you like 
and I think it really caters to Disney fans a lot in that way. And it's just fun. Like, you do a lot of really fun things, like take pictures with Disney characters. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a lot of Easter eggs. Like, in the Hercules world, you can go up into Mount Olympus and explore and look around and find things that aren't necessarily important to the plot to find. Like, uh, a forge where you can get an extra weapon for Goofy. And, um, like the mini Hercules dolls that are just there because it kind of is a thing that happened in the movie. Mm-hmm. And, but there were Hercules dolls. And there are side characters. There's, there's background characters. Yeah, which we didn't expect. I wanted them to be there, but I didn't think that they would. But it, it's something that just makes the world feel so much better. It makes them feel bigger. It makes and them feel and they do, they are bigger. Um, but like adding people two areas like adds a whole new depth of world building that is simple but necessary absolutely and i think that my favorite world is my favorite world at least to watch because once again i do not have the experience of like playing it myself Mm -hmm. and i think that might be a different experience than just watching it, but my favorite to watch that I think was the most thought out, well thought out, was the Toy Story World. Toy Story World's really good. Um, my least favorite is Arendelle. Yeah. Do you have those same opinions, Sammy? Um, Toy Story was one of my favorites for sure. Um, particularly story-wise, I liked it a lot. It's not my favorite to go back to because it doesn't that one does have sort of a feeling of no signs of life around. Yes. Um, there's no, like, toys that aren't part of Andy's world that aren't, that, that you can talk to. It's all just sort of Andy's toys, um, which is fine, but it's different. And, and then, it's part of the plot. It's part of the plot, yeah. Um, but my favorite one, um, just in general, to be in is probably Corona, um, I'm a little biased on that one because I, I love Tangled and I love Rapunzel and I like the being in that town and I like seeing the people walking around that town and the festival and stuff and I, I there's a life to that world that feels really fun to go back to um, that I don't feel in a lot of the worlds. Even San Francisco being like such a big city and having, they have cars moving around and, and people but it doesn't, it has an emptiness to it that doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like the energy that the movie had. Yeah. Um I liked Yeah, I liked Corona. That's probably my favorite Disney World and then uh my least favorite was Arendelle cuz it feels the most devoid. Even when you go see the Disney characters, they just sort of feel like they're standing in the spot that was preordained for them and it doesn't feel like they exist outside of you coming to visit them. It feels like they didn't want to make the actual kingdom of Arendelle. Yeah. Because they thought, I think it's because the worlds are all so different from each other, and they maybe thought that if they had made Arendelle also, it would have felt too much like Corona. Probably. And and they wanted it to be snowy. And that's also a big problem because... Um, the whole point is that at the end of the movie, Elsa, um, brings Summer back to the fjord. And 
she does do that, but then when you go back to visit, it's like winter again. <laughs> yeah, a little inconsistent. And then you still have Marshmallow in your team, and I wish you didn't have Marshmallow in your team. Yeah, I, I, as much as Marshmallow is cute, it's not the character. When you think of, um, when you think of making a Disney World for Kingdom Hearts and adding a party member to your lineup. It should be a character that you think most people who have seen the movie would be excited to have in their party. And Marshmallow does not, it does not give me that feeling. That being said, I'm not the biggest fan of Frozen, but... Oh, neither of us are. Yeah. That's important. But I feel like even if I was a big fan of Frozen, I'd be like, what? I don't get Elsa on my team? Or Anna and Kristoff, at least? Because I can understand why, story-wise, content contextually, like, you couldn't have Elsa in your party because she's antisocial and anxious and stuff um but Anna and Kristoff wouldn't shouldn't have any problem with that and I can think of some attacks that would be fun with them um but no go on that and so you don't end up spending a lot of time with the principal cast of Frozen and it feels like you are sort of in the way yeah it feels like you're not really helping and it sucks also, you get to listen to the entirety of Let It Go. Oh my, the entirety of Let It Go and a good portion of Do You Want to Build a Snowman. And it's really awkward and forced. And it's the only time in the, it's one of the only times in the entire game where I'm like, oh my God, I'm uncomfortable and I don't want to be here. This is very cringy. I don't like this fan fiction anymore. Yeah. Um, I do like, and I said this before, I like, Sora comparing Anna and Elsa to him and Riku. I think that's cute. That is cute. That was good. I don't like that Marshmallow looks like an enemy Elsa. I want to say that part too. You even fight him. Yeah. He's stuck in on Sammy's screen right now. He tried to jump and he got stuck. And now he's just floating with his arms flailing in the air. And Sammy's trying to take a picture of it. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's very good. Um, let's move on to talking more about the general plot. Um, <laughs> I personally, I, Sammy and I kind of have been talking about this a lot, mm. but it had a weird ending. <laughs> it had a weird ending. Um, it feels like the relationship between Sora and his friends kind of got diminished a little bit in favor of him focusing more on the Disney worlds and um I guess like his mission Mm. like the Disney worlds don't really have a lot of plot bearing but they also do like they They have a symbolic plot bearing on what happens at the end of the game and I knew that it would yeah like there was an over an underlying theme for all of them where, like, similar things with big sacrifices and acts of true love were happening and um, proof of heart mm-hmm. and proof of, like, what makes a heart real, which is all, like, all about that boy, Sora, just having all the hearts in him and trying and to find vessels for those hearts to be in. So that they can live and have their own lives and shit. Yeah, and... It's all cool. And Woody fucking slapping Xehanort across the face with <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever loved you before. Yeah, damn. It was really important and good. But 
I don't know. Like, we we know the plot. Like, Sammy and I, specifically Sammy, knows the plot of Kingdom Hearts and, like, all of the games that have come before it. And she's played Union Cross Key, the app game, <laughs> and knew it was going to be important. And it is important, actually. So, like, there's all that. But there's still so much at the very end, like, in the Keyblade graveyard that just kind of felt very muddled together. And then everything with Kyrie was so fucking shoehorned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bad. It was really bad. Um, It's weird because it felt like they were really leading into something, and then by the time they got there, it was like they ran out of rope or something, and they just really wanted to get some stuff done really quickly. And... And so a lot of things just happened really forced and without any preamble. Like, for example, when Kyrie gives uh, Sora the Paupu fruit, it sort of just happens in the middle of nowhere and, like, um, without any true build-up to it. Like, it's it's sort of the only moment Kyrie and Sora have alone together. And it, it feels like she desperately knows that and is like, Hey, share a palpu fruit with, fruit with me right now. Let's go. We only got so much time. And he's like, uh, okay. Like, and this is a common thing that they do where they have Kyrie really invested in Sora and Sora sort of confused that Kyrie is invested in him, which can maybe can be construed as him being shy, but it really just makes it look like he doesn't have the same interest in her. Yeah. At all. Um, especially when in the previous worlds, like, he mentions Riku a lot. He mentions wanting to talk to Riku a lot and call Riku a lot, contact him, but does not mention Kairi almost ever. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't even... It would even be a cool touch if you got the Oathkeeper Keyblade. Yeah, you never get the Oathkeeper Keyblade, do you? Yeah. Maybe you do. Maybe I just haven't gotten it, but I don't... I have not seen it. Yeah. Maybe it's, like, a pre-order thing. I don't know. But it shouldn't be. It should be a plot thing. Like, it... If they're trying to make me want Kyrie and Sora to smooch, they should work harder. Yes. That's <laughs> the biggest... The, the, the biggest complaint about, I have about that entire ship is that it feels every time like they're just like, well, Sora's a boy and Kyrie's a girl. Can I make it any more obvious? <laughs> <laughs> like... You came into this game so open-minded with, yes, Riku and Sora are my ship for life. Yes. Best boys together. Mm-hmm. But we're like, they might put Sora and Kyrie together canonically. They probably okay. will. They probably will. That's okay. <laughs> I've made my peace with it. Just, I'm ready to love Kyrie and support their relationship. As long as they write it well. Yes. And they didn't. No. And the, and they did it. the The worst part of it that we keep talking about is how this character is so badly written, and every female character is so one dimensional and badly written. And I really love the word that Sammy uses to describe their personalities, which is ghosts. They do. They feel like ghosts. I didn't know what word I had said. It's because every every female character except Larkine. Except Larkseen, who just has a different sort of one dimension. Like, that's, like, just an opposite of the good. 
Like, Nomura is like, there are two kinds of women, ghosts and bitches. <laughs> Which, like, same, but no. <laughs> incorrect. Um, like, it's just, if they're, if they're a good girl, they're like, oh, Sora, I, I'm so happy to see you. You're home. And they just, like, have these very soft, gentle voices. And they're just like, I really care about people. And I just like to talk. And it's like, it's, it's cute for a little bit. But when it's all you see, it starts to be like, who the fuck are you? And are you a woman? Like, are you a real person? Because you just sort of feel like you're flatlined. Like, it feels like, you know, in Kingdom Hearts 1, when Kyrie's like, Sora. And yeah. she's got like a blah <laughs> face and she looks really like just to- like blase. It feels like she never left that. And she's it's still that. She's just never gotten her heart back. And she's like, Namine's inside me. And I'm like, is anything inside you? <laughs> like, you just feel like you are an empty husk of a person. And the same thing happens with Aerith in Kingdom Hearts 2. Shion's that way. My girl Namine, who I love, has a little bit more personality, but her personality is like sort of a sad ghost. Like... <laughs> Instead yeah. of just being like, I'm just a, a cute little ghosty. She's like, I'm a sad ghost who loves Sora and drawing. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, and she's like not even there until oh my God. the very end. There's no nominee. There's like no nominee. Upsetting. It fucking sad. kills me. And then they maybe try to ship her with Riku. Yeah, it, that part freaked me that the fuck out. If there's any boy to ship nominee with, it's Repliku, who they killed off. So, I guess, because they, and then they had Repliku being like, you already exist, so I'm not going to be here. <laughs> Man. After oh. all that work of being like, but every person's heart is, every part person's heart matters, then Repliku was like, yeah, except but Except me. <laughs> except me, I don't exist because Riku already exists, so it's fine. <laughs> We don't need Riku 2, and Riku 1 is like, oh, thank God. Thank God. This plot was already way too messy. I, all of the Keyblade Graveyard fight was bad to me, <laughs> actually, I think. Like, it felt so rushed. It could have been so cool, and it was cool in some ways, but in other ways, it felt very much like, all right, and now you need to have a fight with Mara Lucia. Now you need to have a fight with Larxene. And it's the same fight. And yeah. it's like... And you need, to, you need to have Mickey in your party at some point. So we'll put him in your party at the same time that you have Riku in your party. And it... Sh- <sighs> it feels like a lot. And it feels like every... like the, By the end, every battle sort of has a sameness and a pattern. And it's like, oh, you, you beat this person. And then they redeem themselves, I guess. Yeah. Like, every character has a redemption. But the redemption happens really, really quickly, and kind and and just sort of like, oh, thanks for beating me. Now I'm a good guy again. And it's like, when was that the goal? I guess cool, but yeah. <laughs> and even Zehanort. The fact that Zehanort gets like a redemption is kind of bullshit to me, because he did so many. Horrible, horrible things to characters you care about and have like really lovely feelings for. He was and and like 
Ansem, the the bad dark Ansem, is like an abuser in Riku's life, and you have him getting redeemed, and Riku being like, you know what, I'm almost gonna miss you, and it's like, yeah, I mean, like in a Stockholm syndrome way, I guess it's nice that you're gonna miss this character, but like, also he's a fucker, so like, bye. Yeah, like there's nothing about his character. They added in his younger self, and you're like, oh, that's cute. He has a boyfriend. And, but, like, besides that, whatever. I and you know care. what? I bet you a billion dollars that in a future game they're going to add some girl that has no personality that was also <laughs> their friend. Yes. Very important. She's Kyrie's grandma. Only trios of boy-boy-girl. Nomura only has eyes for... He's like... <laughs> Nomura is like, well, we can't have two guys be friends without a girl because then there will be nothing preventing me from saying they're queer. Because <laughs> he values male friendships more than female characters. Yes. But he values the female gaze. Yes. Not lesbians. No. <laughs> Just the female gaze. Um... Nomura needs to drink his respect women juice, and oh, if he doesn't drink it soon, I'm gonna keep playing his games, but keep hating myself. <laughs> it sucks that it's like, this is such a good game, but the female characters suck. Yeah. And where are we in the world that, like, that's okay? It's not, and there needs to be more in this sausage party, but there's not. I would also like to say very quickly that um, they also made every trio very cool and have a nice reunion except for the Destiny trio, which we kind of already touched on, but like, it's super not there. Like, everyone has a reunion. Everyone has a reunion. Like, Axel, Shion, and Roxas have a reunion, and it's soft and great and it made me cry because I was so happy for them. And so do Tara and Aqua and Ven. And I love that. And really good trios. And then you go and you're like really excited because you see them all like reuniting and stuff. And then you get to uh, Sora, Riku, and Kairi at the islands. And Riku's just fucking sitting by himself. Talking to himself. And neither of them can see his copy self. And are like, what's Riku doing over yeah, there? Naughty, and Sora's the only one who's like, what's Riku doing? And Kyrie's like, I don't know. He said he wanted to be by himself. Hey, do you want to eat this romance fruit with me? Do you want to be my love interest? And he's like, huh? What? Me? <laughs> my me? Which is, that's the only reason it's bad. It's because, like, first of all, Shion's stuff is so, like, shoehorned. And it's like... There's a lot of stuff where it's like, it feels like Nomura didn't necessarily know how to bring Shion back. And then just was like, and she's back. <laughs> like it just, All right, guys. <laughs> if you asked for it, you demanded it. Shion, in the flesh. People are like, how? And he's like, he, she's here. Because <laughs> like Vexen used his replica program. Also, Vexen, confusing. Because they were like, he's a bad guy who's only interested in his research. Whoa, what an asshole. And then like, a little bit later, he was like, I'm actually a good guy. And maybe? It, and it was, I'm still not sure. I mean, yeah, maybe he's pulling another betrayal, but, like, they didn't reveal that in Kingdom Hearts 3, and he helped Nominate come back. 
and and I guess helped Shion come back too. And he was like, I want to make amends for my mistakes, even though Everyone's even though said that. even though a scene ago practically he was like oh all i care about is research <laughs> i don't care who dies and then he was like oh man no no i really care about people and i'm like i don't know who you are vexen's a gemini <laughs> i need to pause real quick and just say that i know that a big complaint about kingdom hearts is that the story sucks and doesn't make any sense so Say having this commentary on this didn't make any fucking sense is a bit of like repeating that thought that a lot of people have, but the thing is that up until this game, I actually did feel like, okay, well, things don't make sense if you're thinking of things in literal terms. Like, hearts don't make sense if you're thinking of them literally. Light and darkness don't make sense if you're thinking of them literally. And, like, copies and all those things. Those don't quite follow if you're just always thinking of them in a literal sense. But if you're thinking of things sort of metaphorically, it's like, okay, yeah, I can piece that together and, and make, you know make the dissertations and also like if you're reading if you're reading the reports and stuff which we get we need to do later because i just earned all of the ansem reports the secret reports um but there are some story things like the thing with vexen that are like well that's not just that the story is confusing it's that they didn't tell me what the fuck was going on there yeah a lot of the things that they do in kingdom hearts is trying to in this game specifically, in Kingdom Hearts 3, they're trying to not show you everything and let you put pieces together and not treat you like you're stupid and like m- let you make assumptions. But also, it doesn't work all the time. I'm stupid. <laughs> I need... When you have this much shit going on, you need to tell me something that's happening. Because, um, especially... I mean, it works with the Disney worlds to some extent. Uh, Sammy's brother playing it did not get a few things in, was like, when did this thing in Tangled happen? Oh, and, yeah. And, like, to be fair, they kind of just, like, let the Tangled plot happen and don't show you what's going on for a bit there. They do that in Frozen as well. They do. Where they're like, we just assume you've seen the movie, whatever. The best thing that they did in any of the worlds, um, and they did this in Pixar, in both of the Pixar worlds, Monsters, Inc. and Toy Story, is they made it a... Um, an epilogue story. Yes. They made it happen after the events of the movie, which I think is, like, the best way to do it. It's what they should have done with Frozen. Um, I like that they kept it within the movie line for Tangled, because you got to see Rapunzel with the long hair. Yeah, you Rapunzel needed, with the good hair. <laughs> you needed her to have the long hair, or else it wouldn't have felt like Rapunzel, and she got to do her cool attacks. It sucks that she's not in your party anymore. Yeah, after you beat her world, she's like... Do you want to dance? And that's it. But that's okay. And the dancing game is so annoying and color-based in a way that... Oh, yeah. Poor Jeffy. That your brother cannot see. My brother's colorblind. Uh, Sucks. Sucks. I thought it was going to be more distinguishable, but, like, it's it's weird UI stuff. It's pink, blue, and red, which are definitely the colors that he mixes up the most. He's colorblind in a way that he just can't see any colors basically 
or distinct. He's black and white colorblind. <laughs> he's not black and he white. He can see blue. White. He knows what blue is. He sees blue and you say blue and he's like, yep, I know that that's blue. But then he thinks a lot of things are blue. Then he thinks everything is blue. That's Or true. black. Yes. And gets blue and pink mixed up, which is the most wild part to me. Mm. Um, speaking of UI, mm. which I briefly said, I really like the UI of this game and I didn't think I would. I thought that there wasn't really a good way to salvage the way that um, Kingdom Hearts has this really clunky uh, branding that kind of is just this garbled mess of a lot of things, but I think that they really pieced it together in a cohesive way in this game. I think that there's a lot of things that make sense and work really well together, especially in the main menu. Um, I think that the gummy phone could be better. Yes. The way that that works. And I also think that the gummy ship looks very cobbled together and like no one cared what was happening with that <laughs> it was like, no one's gonna play this anyway yeah because it, it feels like a generic menu and it doesn't feel like when you're i'm specifically talking about when you're in the gummy ship and you're traveling and you're trying to like see your gummy ship missions you have to go from one menu into another menu and it feels like i don't know it's not obvious and it doesn't feel good to navigate. And I don't like also that in the main menu, you have to um, completely leave the menu in order to get rid of the new, uh, the new notification. Or there's not. I wish there was something that just says read all. Like yeah, I like a, a button that's just. Button. I don't care. <laughs> get rid of these buttons. Get rid of these notifications because I don't care. Yeah, it's weird because in Kingdom Hearts. Two, they had those like new things, but you could you could scroll through them and it would tell you you looked at that good job, you know, and then it would go away the next time you come on the menu. And in this one, it's really inconsistent. Yeah, sometimes it does that, and sometimes it does not. Or and then the way that it does do it is very subtle looking. Mm-hmm. It's very subtle. I also don't like how the gummy phone like suddenly has this weird skeuomorphism in its design skeuomorphism meaning it looks like Mm -hmm. it's trying to be a real thing but it's not like um we were on the hidden mickey part for too long because we just like had the menu up as we were looking something up because we did look something up and it like we suddenly saw it more clearly than we felt like we were supposed to because if you look at the background stuff going on there it's like why did they make these choices? <laughs> this looks like garbage. I mean, I guess the understanding is that Chip and Dale made it, and so it's ugly. <laughs> it's very Disney looking. It is very Disney looking, and in the previous games, the gummy ship had a very Disney looking vibe that felt more like it was an actual pure Disney game instead of a mixture between Square Enix and uh, Disney. And I think that um they did a better job of mixing those two in this game as i've said before in like visuals as well as everything oh visuals need a very specific very quickly talk about that before we get back to plot on like actual visuals because i really love how everyone looks and it how the lighting looks the lighting the in Kingdom so Hearts 3 is amazing it's the best graphic it's graphically the most beautiful Kingdom Hearts game I've ever seen. Can't go back. I can't I, go back. I mean, I'm 
genuinely a little bit scared about what they're going to do for the future games because they've now shown us their hand. <laughs> yeah. They've shown me what they can do. Yeah. So, it, hard to take that back. Other highlights. Anytime Donald's VA talks. Oh my god, I love. Um, specifically, him saying the Keyblade Graveyard. <laughs> and, and, and this might be a good spot to find some ingredients is a classic. Classic. If you haven't seen a video of it yet, you need... Or, you gotta. You've probably played the game. Who am I talking to? If you've listened this long, you've played it. Or you just want to hear us talk. I don't know. I don't know who you are. You might be future versions of us. In which case, hello, welcome back to the past. <laughs> um, We're the data projections of Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> so, overall, good game. Fun good game. game. Lots of plot things to worry about but that was kind of expected with kingdom hearts um sammy cried at the very end when sora died i cried too. i cried actually i can't say you, you cried cry. i cried too oh. i was definitely oh, very boy. emotional sora was emotional and that's hard for me to take he was destroyed at the end of the game and then he went to fucking leave for Kyrie. His, she's not even a manic pixie dream girl. If she was a manic pixie dream girl, that would be I think one I'd thing. like her more. I Yeah, I'd appreciate a manic pixie dream girl more than her because at, at least she'd be... Because su- Kyrie is only aesthetically cute to me. She's so cute. She's really, really attractive looking to me. But that can't be the only reason I like her. Mm. And, and I understand that a lot of people really like Kyrie, and those people that really like Kyrie help me like Kyrie because they give her personality traits that are good. Yeah. But it's one thing to like a character because you've fixed her. Yes. And it's another thing to understand what a character is actually like within the game and not like that. Yes. That's that's the real thing. It's it's so bad because it's such this line of like I want to respect this female character and like a female character in something, but I don't think you wrote this character well and I don't like her. And I don't want to do the work for you. Yeah, I don't want to make other people like this character also and like get this false impression of this character and Think you did a good job when you did a very bad job, actually. Yeah, I'm not gonna loud a character because, like, the more it, the, the thing is, is like Tetsuya Nomura cannot be allowed to be like regarded as like, oh man, you created this wonderful female character because he didn't. Yeah. He made a bad female character that looks really pretty. She's very cute. Good job on her being very cute. She's a great little... She's so cute. She's a funky little lesbian princess, and I'm, I'm here for her. Except she's dead to me. And it's not, like, dead to me in that she did anything wrong. It's that people have done her wrong, and she's dead. Yeah, she's a very hard-to-redeem character at this point, and I, I kind of... I don't want to see her again. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> like... And it doesn't seem like in whatever next game there's going. And we're not pe- we're not the sort of people who dislike girl characters. No, we ever. Lo- we love a female character. We love a female character. We love female characters. We love it's, girls. It's actually really bizarre for us to dislike a female character. Like it really I, means something is wrong. Like as especially as vehemently as like I've I've been feeling this. I 
hate Kyrie in a way that I have like it's only comparable you know when you're like 13 and you ship two boys a lot and then you hate the girl that gets in the middle of that (laughs) and you and then later you grow up and you're like oh no I shouldn't hate a girl just because she gets in the middle of the boy romance that I like she's still cool you know I like her because I like girls is what I've realized yeah exactly but the thing is is like Kyrie doesn't have those redeemable traits that make you realize like no 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 I just like the female character and I want these two boys together and those two thoughts can exist in the same realm I am now like and I and I I tried for years to be like no I love Kyrie she's so sweet and like there are many many good traits about her and then Kingdom Hearts 3 it was like well what's the fucking point of me telling myself that I like this character yeah when there's there's nothing for me to like. I have nothing to hold on to other than her design. Yeah. Ugh! So it's bad. Um, cool. So, Sammy. Yeah? How do you feel about the very end of Kingdom Hearts 3? The secret end? The secret end with... <laughs> with our, uh, our, uh, our, our hometown... Shibuya? Shibuya. <laughs> we live in Shibuya? Wow. No, the world ends with you. Is the world ends with you! I only say it... That doesn't make any sense. I'm only saying that because before this game... We played bef- all of the world ends with you. We Yeah, we got together. into a very completionist... We had a really good time playing the world ends with you together and doing it on co-op where I was playing as Neku and you were playing as whatever partner, mostly Joshua, especially as we got to the end game parts. I love me, Joshua. I love, I love him. That's for another ranting about how much we love a thing, though, because, I mean, we could just talk about how much we love Twiwi There could be an entire thing about Twiwi for sure. There should be. I we don't want to spoil any other Twiwi stuff in this, but I... I really hope that Sora's in Shibuya. I mean, he's he is, he is in Shibuya. Yeah. He's, you, you, he's you get in. your wish. <laughs> I hope that he's in the world. I hope the world ends with you characters come back. I hope that the Twiwi sequel that was un, that was definitely promised is and, coming soon. Uh, hopefully, before the next Kingdom Hearts game, there's another Twiwi thing, and then the next Kingdom Hearts thing is probably like a reply to that, maybe or something. I or. They can even be intersected and that'd be okay, but Ooh. I think that Twiwi needs its own sequel first. Yeah. Because I think they want to establish some other things. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited about it. I, I, I felt real grief in my heart when Sora died at the end of We Park. had real grief. We had a few days where we were just, like, actual depressed. Which is probably why I we couldn't really, like record our little five minute check-in episodes because we were just sad would have just talked about kingdom hearts yeah so we needed to just get it out of the way in this whole probably very long episode yeah um so god Um, i'm glad he's not dead i hoped he wasn't dead dead i keep saying that kingdom hearts 3 was a dream yeah, I I'm I'm loath to believe that your theory on that is true because I don't want 
all of Kingdom. I think as funny as it would be that everyone is like, oh man, all these side games that aren't important, I'm waiting for Kingdom Hearts 3, and then if it Kingdom Hearts 3 was actually the game that wasn't fucking important, that would be hilarious. That would be such a good burn. I would love that. But I don't want that because I don't <laughs> want to have wasted so much of my time on this I mean it's not a waste of time it's fine I, I had this a, game again. I, this game's super fun so even if it was a dream whatever but like um I'm excited about the next game I'm excited about the secret ending because it looks like it's gonna be dream drop distance 2 or whatever and you know like that's what it feels like it to looks me. like there's no Kyrie. it looks like there's Sora and it looks like there's Riku and that's what I want because yes. I think I think that in this game that is about friendship, friendship is integral, that more important than Sora and Kyrie being in love and having the thing that they have going on, which is fine. The, the story, regardless of what you think that relationship is, is about Sora and Riku. It's about their friendship. It's about them being best friends. Friendship is the most important thing to Sora and Riku is his best friend, and so he is the most important person in Sora's life. It might not be something Sora says because I think he values all of his friends and very, on, a, his heart. on a very equal level. But I think Riku holds a place in his heart that there's no one could fill that. Yes, and so. Um, that relationship is the one that means the most to me. It doesn't have to be of a sexual, romantic, romantic nature for me, but uh, it is for me also. So <laughs> I'm excited for more. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, my my sincere hope is that that's like actual what I think is more realistic to what could be happening is that... Um, they have a game where, like, they talk about that whole part where Sora goes and rescue, rescues Kyrie, and it has Kyrie's perspective, or it's a game where Kyrie goes and rescues Sora. A fucking like, game about Kyrie I, would be the dopest. I would feel better about Kyrie if there was a game about Kyrie, and we got to see all of that time that she spent training with Axel actually acknowledged. Yeah, the fucking. They even. Oh, I mean, not to jump back on, you know, this hating Kyrie wagon, but leap. <laughs> um, it, they, they have this whole thing where they're like, oh, Merlin sent us to a place where time doesn't fucking matter. So we can just like train forever. And then it felt like that didn't matter. It yeah. felt like she still wasn't very good. Yeah, didn't defend herself when she was fucking captured. And then Zehanort's like, Haha, Sora, I'm going to kill Kyrie for plot your plot development. development. You require motivation. God. Game quote. And that's... Sh- I, the fact Bad. that Zehanort does that shit and then gets a redemption. is, Bad. And Kyrie isn't the one to slaughter him. Bad. It's just all bad. Um... Fucking mad. So if they gave, I mean, and I at this point no trust for 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 Kyrie. I like now I'm just going to always believe that Kyrie has no personality until maybe one day it happens and I'll be pleasantly surprised. But at the moment, 
my feelings are, yeah, if they gave a game to Kyrie, that might redeem her for me, but they'll never do that because they hate her. Yeah. I honestly wasn't comfortable with recording us talking about Kingdom Hearts 3 until days later when we were able to process it because I would have just been mad and then like, this game was ruined for me because of the end. When it's, it's really <laughs> we would have not. been really mad and... and... We needed to process it and remember that there were many things about it that are enjoyable instead of just being mad about the, like, three things that are bad. Yeah. Because really, the core of the problem for me in this game is Kyrie. Like, she is the center of all of my problems with the game. Yeah. Fair. Is a shoehorned heterosexual romance... That makes no sense to me. To me. No, it doesn't make sense to me either. And I feel like anytime I see fan art of it, it feels like Sora's too cool in the fan art. He's always such a... It's very heterosexual. He feels like such a straight man. Yeah. And and I'm like, this is not my son. He feels like really cool and snarky in that nerdy straight boy way that I'm like, where? (laughs) It's like they always... I mean, I'm picturing this like kind of not so great but still good fan art of like Kyrie and Sora that doesn't exist but like it's like that style where you're like well technically it's good but your coloring's not quite right and your line art is just a little bit off and it's like Kyrie like wrapped around Sora and Sora's got his arm around her her waist and he's like taking a selfie or something you know something like that I've seen this fan art I've never seen this that's what I'm talking about like that's what it feels like because it just feels like this is hetero and that's it (laughs) so that's the one that we can do because it's hetero and i know disney 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 side talk sidebar here (laughs) disney i know you can't do gay stuff but you did gay stuff on the disney channel and it's just just think it would be really good if you tried doing gay stuff like i think you'd like it and I think everyone would be really happy. Just fiddle the butthole a little. Just, like, try things in your butt, Disney. Please? Oh. I think that's where I want to end it. Okay. <laughs> try things in your butt, Disney. And Square. And Square Enix. I, Square Enix is not exempt from this issue. No. No, this isn't an only Disney thing. Square Enix say gay rights, Okay. Disney Square Enix, say gay rights. Fiddle with your butthole. Fiddle with your butt, like it's shave really... with the shave with the grain. It's not that bad. Like if you just try it a little bit. If you just like just like just around like it's like a button, just like like a little bit. Okay, bye, Oliver. Bye, Sammy. I love you. I love you too.